So now I'd like to talk to you a little bit about uh, pesticides and how they interact in, in the environment. It's another important piece of this. Uh, so generally when we talk about pesticide movement in the environment, we're thinking about movement in air and movement in water. Um, so pesticide movement in water, um, pesticides can infiltrate into the soil with, with water and it can uh, leach down into the groundwater. Um, and in addition to that, it can also run off, like on the soil surface with water and that can, and, uh, that can lead to surface runoff. So both of those things are uh, not good. And so when we're talking about runoff, um, we wanna look at some of the site characteristics of where you're going to actually be applying the pesticide. And so it's very site dependent and uh, so some of the things that runoff depends on is the slope of the area. You know, more, more of a slope is going to make it easier to run off. Soil texture, the amount of vegetation in the, in the area, uh, how much soil moisture is there at the time. Um, is, are you irrigating? Is there going to be rainfall? Was there rainfall the day before? Um, and then the characteristics of the pesticide itself are going to actually determine um, how much it's prone to running off. Um, so some of the things that you can do to reduce this runoff is to some cultural practices like planting buffer strips on field contours, um, just strictly avoiding highly mobile herbicides and herbicides that are going to persist in the environment for a long time. Um, watching the weather forecast to make sure that it's looking okay. Um, you know, read that pesticide label. What does it say about uh, rain in the next 24 hours and things like that. Um, making sure your pesticide storage facility is away from water resources. And so if there's a spill of concentrated product in your, in your facility that it's not going to uh, threaten water supplies. And then of course, uh, not applying more than the labeled rate because it's illegal and it can lead to uh, a lot of environmental damage. So in terms of pesticide characteristics, uh, we wanted to point out a couple great tools from the National Pesticide Information Center uh, online that can be really helpful when looking at, you know, is this product going to leach? Is it going to run off? Um, these things. So. The first one is the herbicide properties tool. Um, and it's really nice. You can click on a, a chemistry and it pulls up these uh, nice infographic things and uh, basically walks you through what's, what's its vapor pressure like, um, how soluble is it in water, et cetera. Um, and then the other one is a little more comprehensive. It's the pesticide properties database. And so this one is not limited to just herbicides. And so you can see on the right side there, uh, it's basically just a big table with all of these different, um, you know, water solubility, uh, half-life, so how long is it gonna persist out there, sorption coefficient, how, how well does it cling to soil particles. And so all of these things can really help us inform our decision on what to even apply in the first place, and um, especially when taken, uh, combined with uh, thinking about the specific site that we're at that day. Um, 
So spill management um, is an important thing to be prepared for. Um, if, if you do find yourself in a situation with a spill, uh, it's important to first and foremost think about uh, the, your personal health and your safety and the health and safety of your uh, coworkers um, first. And once you've, once you've kind of established that safety is okay, then to turn your attention to protecting the environment from the spill. Um, and of course we have the, the three C's down there, control, contain, and clean up um, are those general procedures for uh, managing a spill. And the, the extension circular listed at the top and, and the NEB guide um, will go into a lot more detail on that for you too. Um, so if you have an accident, um, it's important to always have certain things on hand for, for that situation. Um, one of the most important things is to have that emergency contact information ready to go. So you, you want to have that poison control number. Um, you want to have the state patrol uh, phone number if, if the spill occurred on a right of way, like on a highway or something like that. Um, those are good numbers to have. You want to make sure you have that safety data sheet, the SDS for the product you're using. Um, that's an invaluable resource for um, doctors who may be treating someone. And then a, a copy of the pesticide label itself can be very helpful as well. Um, and if, if someone spills on themselves, on their, on their person, um, you want to remove all of that contaminated clothing immediately. Um, otherwise, they're just going to continue to be exposed to that uh, stuff on their clothes, and it's, your skin is just going to continue absorbing it. So it's really important to remove that contaminated clothing as quickly as possible. Um, and then, and then cleaning equipment. Uh, we've heard a lot about this in recent years, um, and it's it's a hugely important but maybe overlooked part of pesticide applications. And uh, so, basically, all we wanted to mention on that point was to make sure that you're wearing the appropriate PPE when you're doing that. And um, so check your labels, make sure that you're following all of those directions for not only the application itself, but also the, the cleanup afterwards. Um, so our take home points here are uh, that, you know, the label is the law and it's your guide. So always refer to that. It, can, it has a lot of value, valuable information. Um, we, we, we talked about the risk equation. Um, you know, if you can reduce toxicity of the product or you can reduce your exposure by wearing PPE, then your risk is going to be reduced. And that's what we want. And then lastly, uh, every, every application site is different. And so we want you to just really consider each site's unique characteristics and take those into account when picking your product and planning your application. Uh, and if you have any questions, uh, Feel free to give us a call or email us, and thank you very much.